Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you've used a travel rental service like Verbo or Airbnb recently, it's possible you were hit with a bit of sticker shock at booking time. The nightly rental fee is but one part of the equation, with cleaning fees, service fees, and occupancy taxes jacking up the bill big time by hundreds of dollars per night in some cases. And since these other fees aren't added until the end of the checkout process, they can come as a nasty surprise to renters who feel they were lured in by the low nightly rental fee. This change is partially due to changes in the way these services are being used. Not that long ago, vacation rentals found through these services were intended for backpackers, broke college students, and people who otherwise needed places cheaper than hotels to crash for a few days or months. Often, this involved little more than a bedroom-bathroom combo in an otherwise occupied home or a temporarily unoccupied apartment. Though such rentals are certainly still available, the model has changed tremendously. A May 2021 Business Insider article reported that Airbnb's average daily rates had grown by 35% in the first quarter of 2021 compared to 2020. And as we'll see, daily rates affect all the other charges down the line. To many, the fees are anything but clear-cut. Here's a breakdown of fees you can expect to pay. First, there are those nightly fees. These are set by the rental host, each of whom has a slightly different way of setting the price. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Erin Turner, who uses both Airbnb and Verbo to rent her cabin in Tennessee. She said, I know what my break-even point is for the year, and that gives me a base rate I have to charge per night at so many nights rented per year. From there, I have to determine what portion of the rate will go to online booking agents, Airbnb, Verbo, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, per night, and account for that when pricing the room. She also factors in the costs of maintenance, utilities, booking software, insurance, permits, and other normal business expenses. Then there are cleaning fees— These are also set by hosts and typically are the same per length of stay, whether you rent for one night or seven, so cost efficiency really depends on the rental period. Enhanced five-step and more expensive cleaning protocols necessitated by COVID-19 have made these more expensive. And of course, professional cleaning rates vary widely by location and the size of the rental. Next, there are service fees, meant to cover many of the costs of operating these services. On its website, Airbnb explains that it generally charges guests a fee that's less than 14.2% of the total nightly fee, plus the cleaning fee, plus any additional guest fees. That's up dramatically from 6.6% as of 2016, and it can go as high as 18%. The hosts themselves are generally charged an additional 3-5% fee as well, which mostly just covers the costs of credit card processing. Verbo has a similar service fee structure of roughly 9 to 15%. HowStuffWorks also spoke with Verbo representative Allison Kwong. She explained, Verbo's traveler service fee varies depending on the cost of the booking. Generally, the higher the reservation amount, the lower the percentage of the fee. Additional fees like pet fees may apply as well, depending on the specific circumstances of your rental. But finally, there are local lodging taxes. These are added to the bill where there are laws requiring vacation rentals to pay tax. HowStuffWorks also spoke via email with vacation rental industry expert Tibalt Mason with RentalScaleUp.com. 
He said, a few years ago, a lot of hosts were forgetting to pay local taxes. They were supposed to take them out of their Airbnb revenues and transfer them to the local tax authorities. Under the pressure of municipalities, Airbnb has started collecting taxes directly from guests and sending the money to tax authorities. So guests may also see an increase in the overall cost of their Airbnb, as things are done more legally these days. These occupancy taxes are not set by the service, but by the local government. They're often the same rates that apply to hotels in the area. So, with all of these fees in place, would it be cheaper overall to go to a hotel as opposed to a vacation rental? That depends. A study by inner-city bus company BusBud found that Airbnb prices were better than hotels in 7 of the 12 U.S. cities and in 8 of the 9 European cities it looked at. So, the short answer there is to do your research, taking into consideration that the type of hotel and the type of rental you're looking at may not be directly comparable. Fortunately, there are some ways to save, or at least make the most informed choice possible. HowStuffWorks also spoke with Anne Cross, owner and operator of two Airbnb rentals. She said, The way to beat the system is to essentially ignore the nightly rates posted on an Airbnb listing and look instead at the overall rate. This is because Airbnb, at least, gives higher ranking to properties that use their recommended pricing format which is often much less than what the market calls for, she says. These hosts may then make up for the loss of revenue by charging exorbitant cleaning fees. Cross said, The key if you're looking for an affordable Airbnb is to plan to spend some time browsing properties and skip to some of the properties further in the results. They may be a better overall deal, but because they're not playing the rate game, you won't necessarily see them in the top search results. Another way to save can be by cutting out the middleman, and booking directly through the rental property, though you'll have to seek out its website or phone number on your own, and the booking may not come with services comparable to what companies like Verbo and Airbnb guarantee. Again, be prepared to do some legwork, and make sure you're comparing apples to apples. Today's episode is based on the article, Why Have Airbnb and Verbo Prices Suddenly Skyrocketed? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Aaliyah Hoyt. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.